0: Money FM eighty nine point three, best of workday afternoon.
1: You're on Money FM eighty nine point three. I'm Clarissa Montero for the workday afternoon. Coming up next on Health Suites, measures have been put in place to protect our vulnerable elderly from being infected by COVID nineteen during the circuit breaker. But a new concern has arisen from these stay home measures: the mental well being of our seniors. Today we'll be speaking with Dr Tan ri T. Associates Consultant, Psychological Medicine with a special interest in Geriatric Psychology, Changi General Hospital, to try to better understand the challenges our seniors are facing and how we can help them. Coming up now for you on Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. On the phone with me, Dr. Tan Ri Chi. Associate consultant, psychological medicine with a special interest in geriatric psychology, Changi General Hospital. We talk about the mental well-being of our seniors and what actions we can take to keep them engaged and balanced while we keep them safe at home and out of harm's way. Dr. Tan, a welcome to the show. Most of us have had grandparents or aging parents in our lives and we have probably noticed how much they enjoy their interactions with others. But perhaps it, it's... A good for you to drive home. How important is this ability to be socially connected for them?
0: Hi, Carissa. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm really glad to be here. I think you raised a really important point about remaining socially connected. So it's a basic need for us as humans to have that sort of social connection in our everyday lives, and um, that's no exception for the elderly as well. So it's really important to remain socially connected to them, especially during their trying situation.
1: Okay, now with with COVID nineteen and now with the circuit breaker measures, so many of the measures are specifically geared to protecting our elderly, which means keeping them at home. What kind of challenges do these well-meaning measures pose to the well-being of those seniors? Because they do need that interaction.
0: Mm. Yes, these mergers, while well-intended, this with it some concerns as well, some challenges. Uh, Firstly, there is a disruption of their day-to-day regular routine. And uh, secondly, uh, many of them would start having issues with maintaining that form of social connection that they used to be able to get on a daily basis with other people that they need. So, social isolation, I would say, is one of the largest, biggest concerns that we have in this period. And it's also one of the main risk factors for developing mental health illnesses, particularly in the elderly as well. So, that's something that we have to be really careful about and mindful of.
1: Now, a lot of the elderly, when they go out and they're interacting with people their own age, they're not particularly tech-savvy, so that presents an even bigger challenge because it's not like they can Zoom their friends or... Or Skype their friends. Do you have any suggestions how we can help them stay socially connected with their friends? Mm.
0: So, as you mentioned, some of the seniors might not be as tech savvy, so. If there are caregivers or family members who can help them utilise these um, technological advances, teaching them how to utilise social platforms that help to facilitate social interaction, that will be a huge advantage for them in helping to maintain that form of social connection. So simple things such as using um, the video call function on say the WhatsApp or through Skype or through FaceTime, that will be helpful and also being mindful of some of the um, the sensory impairments that some of the elderly might face. So, for example, someone with visual impairment might have difficulty reading um, text off uh, their SMSs or WhatsApp. Um, So, uh, probably the usage of voice commands over typing messages would be more helpful for the elderly to maintain that sort of social connection.
1: Okay, now we're concerned... Two things here. Some of them have mm. the benefit of caregivers at home, but some of them live mm. alone. Mm. Is there a greater risk of those living alone to sink into those those feelings of isolation
0: and loneliness? I would say that social isolation, like I've mentioned previously, uh, it is definitely uh, it, it definitely does put um, elderly at an increased risk of developing uh, more. Anxious and depressed feelings mm-hmm. But that being said I think it's also normal To experience some degree Of anxiety In response to this Current situation Because of the challenges That it brings You know uh, there's, there's significant Destruction to daily routine and, and that can form as, uh, A huge uh, stressor For them as well Yeah So I think for the people who are staying, for the females who are staying alone at home, I think caregivers or family members who are not living with them can still provide that form of social support by checking in on them daily through the platforms, the the technological platforms that we've actually just talked about, to help maintain some form of uh, social connection. That also reminds me, besides maintaining social interaction, I think some things that the seniors can try to keep mentally healthy would be to try to engage in activities or pick up a hobby that can be done indoors so that they can continue to utilize their time at home fruitfully. It might be tough because there is a significant change in their day-to-day routine. So it's important to kind of build up a new routine that might be the new norm for now and uh, incorporate these activities into, this, these hobbies into their daily routine. So that would give it some form of
1: structure in their day-to-day life. Right, okay. We are speaking mm-hmm. with Dr. Tan T, Associate Consultant, Psychological Medicine with a special interest in geriatric psychology, Changi General Hospital. Now, our seniors also need their exercise, but they tend to like to do it outdoors with their tai chi and their walks and because mm-hmm. it also is another opportunity for them to interact with people their own age. But now that they're staying at home, do you have any suggestions how they can maintain their strength and mobility and still be exercising even though they're at home?
0: Mm. So I think to maintain, that form of physical, to maintain that physical health, I think the first thing is to follow the circuit breaker measures, which is to stay at home and not go out unnecessarily. Except to purchase any of their daily necessities or to receive any essential services or for any urgent medical needs. This is to help minimize interaction with those outside of their households and reduce their exposure to COVID 19. In order to maintain some kind of physical activity at home and their exercises at home, I think, like what I've mentioned, Previously, It would be helpful to incorporate these indoor physical exercises into part of their daily routine so that they can continue to engage in some form of physical activity even while indoors. Other ways to maintain their physical health would be to maintain, uh, to keep a balanced and healthy diet and avoid just eating like instant noodles all the time. So having a... Uh, well balanced diet will be helpful in ensuring sufficient nutrition for them. Very importantly, continue to take their medications uh, and attend any special medical appointments to ensure that they maintain their health as well.
1: Okay, now for mm. the caregivers, particularly caregivers who may not be living with these seniors, what kind of warning signs should they be looking out for, you know, whether it's for their health or their mental well being?
0: i just like to re-emphasize that it's normal to experience some sort of, and, uh, to feel slightly anxious or depressed in response to this situation. Mm. But uh, definitely there are some warning signs that we should be careful about as well. So things such as depressive symptoms, such as low mood, persistently feeling sad and depressed, poor appetite or poor sleep, such as then waking up very frequently in the middle of the night or having difficulties falling asleep. Uh, These are some symptoms that we should be mindful of that might warrant an earlier psychiatric evaluation and intervention. Now, the elderly are quite a special population in the sense that they might not outwardly always present with just depressive mood. So they might actually manifest symptoms such as being very excessively preoccupied with bodily complaints. So, for example, very, very preoccupied with Abdominal pain, pain everywhere in their body, things like that. So these are actually also signs of depression in the elderly and that's something you should be mindful of. So Um, they think that it manifests in physical ways? Yes, that's right, manifesting in physical ways instead of outwardly saying that they are sad or they are depressed. Right. Yeah. Some might actually also present with more memory difficulties, So, complain- such as uh, them complaining about having poor concentration or being much more forgetful than usual. So sometimes that can be a presenting symptom as well for people uh, in the of depression. The warning, other very important warning signs include suicidal thoughts, so they might not outwardly say that they want to die. They might mention it in a more indirect way, such as, you know, there's no point living anymore. I don't see the point in living. And while not everyone who says that definitely has suicidal intentions, but it's a key for us as caregivers, as family members, to kind of delve a little bit deeper into that and try to find out a bit more about what they exactly meant uh, by this, these uh, comments that they have made. So that's also a reflect that we should be aware of. And if they do actually express these suicidal thoughts, it's also an indication for us to bring them for an earlier psychiatric evaluation. Right, okay.
1: So, if, especially for caregivers who aren't living with them, if they start to say things like that on the phone when we're visiting yes. with them on the phone, it's time to be concerned.
0: Yes, definitely. Yes. Okay.
1: We're speaking to Dr. Tan Ri T, Associate Consultant Psychological Medicine with a special interest in geriatric psychology, Changi General Hospital. Now, there have been certain external support systems that have been set up for the elderly. Could you highlight some of them for us? Because maybe we don't know what they are.
0: Mm. So for external assistance, there are actually lots of community services available. Um, just a point to note though, because of this current circuit breaker measures and you know, the COVID-19 situation, uh, many home or centre-based services might have to suspend some of their services for now, but they can still somehow provide remote support through the use of either online or, or phone uh, methods for their clients. So CareLine is actually a uh, telecare service provided by Chinese General Hospital. It operates in four hours a day and it basically helps to provide health and social support to seniors in the community. So clients or partners who are interested, you can actually dial this number, 63407054, to register. Alternatively, you can also consider calling the Agency of Integrated Care hotline at 1-800-650-6060 for more information on other similar services. The Agency of Integrated Care is basically a uh, centralised local um, agency that helps to provide and link uh, clients up to community services providing befriending, uh, outreach and counselling services for the other
1: all right, that's great, Doctor. If you don't mind, could you repeat those numbers again in case they didn't catch it the first time?
0: No problem. Our care line, which is a telecare service provided by Changi Journal Hospital, you can reach them at this hotline, six three four zero seven zero five four, 7054 And as for the Agency of Integrated Care hotline, that would be 1800-650-6060. Okay, great. Thanks for that. Before we let you go...
1: It is challenging to be the caregivers to elderly because sometimes you don't get a break. Now with stay-at-home measures, you definitely are not getting a break or getting a change of scenery. Support, is there any support for the caregivers themselves who are at home?
0: Mm -hmm. I agree, it's particularly challenging for the caregivers. Likewise, the Agency of Integrated Care also provides similar services for caregivers. They can also check out Health Hub at uh, www.helpup.sg on caregiver support groups available in Singapore. And if there are any sort of financial assistance that they would hope to acquire, that would be available at the social service offices and they can actually search for the one nearest to them, uh, to the address at www.mss.gov.sg.
1: Alright, that is great. Before you go, Doctor, any last parting words of wisdom for... Caregivers of the elderly through the rest of the circuit breaker.
0: Yes, I'd just like to give a special mention to a special group of elderly who are facing uh, who have either cognitive impairment or dementia. I think it can be particularly challenging for this group, given that they might not have the cognitive ability to understand the current situation or under, understand the reasons why they have to adopt, adapt to a new routine given the current circuit breaker measures. So, um, understandably, these groups tend to be a bit more prone to confusion and might have more difficulty getting used to their new daily routine. So, I think for them, um, the caregivers can consider using cues and reminders to help them in their daily activities, such as u- utilising visual cues or charts or writing down instructions or setting alarms for, alarms for reminders as well. That can also be a way to get them to engage with uh important activities such as regular hand washing and also with other indoor activities um, that have been tailored to their cognitive abilities to keep them occupied during this time at home. And of course, last but not least, continue to engage with the community services if they
1: haven't already done so. All right, that is great. Thank you very much. We have been speaking with no Dr. Tan Ariti, Associate Consultant, Psychological Medicine with a special interest in Geriatric Psychology, Changi General Hospital on Health Suites today. Doctor, thank you very much for giving us your time. No problem. Glad to be here. This is MoneyFM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg
0: or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.